I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Out of sight, out of mind. That could sum up our attitude to what goes on under the surface of the ocean. We can't see it, so we don't give it much thought. Of course, that means we often do a lot of damage down there without really noticing it. Some marine plants suffer from that. Sea grasses, for example. They grow in shallow coastal areas around the globe, including off the Mediterranean coast of Spain. That's where the world's Ari Daniel Shapiro found one effort to save a vital seagrass species. I'm on board a small boat that's motoring away from a dock in Lestartit, a picture postcard Spanish town up the coast from Barcelona. We head into a warm breeze rolling off the Mediterranean towards a scrubby island. The boat stops just offshore, and Jordi Sanchez, a marine biologist, slaps on a snorkel and dunks his head underwater. When he surfaces, he's beaming. Sanchez says snorkeling here is like flying over a miniature forest. That's because waving in the water beneath us is a field of posidonia, a kind of seagrass that grows to a height of about three feet, and it's just teeming with life. Peces pequeños, little fish, squid, uh, octopus, ursin, sea star. Sanchez says all these species thrive in this thicket of seagrass, which makes it a key part of the coastal ecology and the local fishing economy. But Posidonia isn't faring so well. It's slowly disappearing here and elsewhere, and there are a lot of reasons for that decline. But in a place like this, just anchoring a boat can be a problem. Sanchez says that anchors in their chains tear up the seafloor and destroy the Posidonia. Each anchor, he says, leaves behind a barren, sandy path through the grassy forests. Multiply that by thousands of anchors a year, and you get some idea of the threat. The problems go well beyond anchors. Warmer water temperatures, coastal development, and pollution are all affecting Posidonia and other seagrass species across the Mediterranean and around the world. So there is a not single location that is devoid of this negative human influence. Javier Romero is a marine ecologist at the University of Barcelona. There is not a risk of extinction of seagrasses, but is the total amount of seagrasses that is reducing progressively. And this reduction means a reduction in the goods and services they provide. Vital goods and services, like providing food and habitat for countless marine species, protecting shorelines from erosion, even storing carbon. Estimates of the damage to seagrass beds worldwide vary, but one recent survey put the figure at a nearly 30% decline since the 19th century. It's a problem that's pretty much out of sight because it's all happening underwater. Here in Catalonia, the regional government has taken small steps to address it, but Javier Romero says the scale of the challenge can feel overwhelming. That's why he supports local action efforts that make a difference to one seagrass ecosystem at a time. It's a message that resonates with the conservation team working off Lestartit. The Medes Islands, where Jordi Sanchez is snorkeling, is a protected area. Boats that want to fish or even just moor here have to follow special rules. Looking across the water, I see numerous buoys bobbing up and down. Each one's connected to an anchor that's been screwed into the ocean floor. To stop here, a vessel has to tie up to one of them. And if no buoys are available, you just have to come back later. It's helping to preserve this habitat. 
Manel Gasso directs Sumon, the environmental group that installed the moorings as a model for other communities. And we are just trying to convince uh, local authorities to use this kind of mooring system. Gasso and his colleagues are also partnering with local fishermen. The buoys were a tough sell at first, he says, until Submon reframed seagrass protection as a shared goal, saving an ecosystem that the fishermen's livelihoods depend on. Gasso says now many of the fishermen here have become advocates for the seagrass. They watch out for changes in the health of the Posidonia or for other fishermen harming the seagrass. Of course, not all fishermen are happy with these kinds of restrictions, but some are calling for even more. Mikel Sacané is a fisherman and a biologist. He says fishermen are aware of the importance of the seagrass, and the government needs to understand and prevent the causes of the decline, all so that future generations can continue reaping its rewards. It's a big challenge, especially with climate change raising the stakes. One recent study found that warmer sea temperatures alone could reduce Posidonia meadows to the point where they're functionally extinct. But biologist Jordi Sanchez says people in the region must rise to the challenge. The future is in our hands, Sanchez says. We can't lose hope, especially since there's so much more work to be done. For The World, I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro, Lestartit, Spain. Ari's story was produced with help from Atlantic Public Media and the Encyclopedia of Life and their series, One Species at a Time. We've got more on the story at theworld.org, where there's also a great video from Ari. It uses Google Earth to explore an ecological face-off in the Mediterranean between the Posidonia seagrass and an invasive algae from halfway around the world.